All right, guys, welcome back to the second episode of Just Talking Around. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Patrick Coughlin. What's good, guys? <laughs> uh, me and Patrick have known each other for a few, for, for a few years now, and um, we ran cross-country together for three years. He's only one grade below me, so we've been good friends. And um, that's my dog, Woody, barking in the background. I don't know if you yeah, can my, hear him. My dog might, might end up making an appearance if he like, <laughs> barks at the door or whatever. We'll see. And, um, yeah, so Pat and, Pat and I, we're both really into sports, and uh, this, should be a, this should be a good one. Yeah, we, should, we shouldn't have too much trouble with this one. Yep. But, uh, actually, to start off, I, I was just about to tell Patrick, and I was like, oh, I'll just save it for when we start recording. I recently just um, found out. I mean, I kind of knew about it, but I'm seeing it in full effect right now. Is um, there's this side of Twitter called the Swifties, and they are Taylor Swift fanatics. Oh, oh yeah. I I was. We, have you been seeing this like today a lot? Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that today. And they're but super on toxic on Instagram too. Oh really? The, oh, on, yeah. on Twitter, I've been seeing especially. I don't what, know what have how you been I've been seeing stuff like Taylor Swift is like the dominant like force. And like, I, I was something like they push an agenda and th- yes. they do it in th- until like, it was, it was literally like a picture stop. of like a woman towering over a man and Taylor Swift's face was like photoshopped over it. And it was some other celebrity. I think it was like Harry Styles or something like that. The yeah, celebrity there's... was photoshopped. I'm like, what is going on? This there's this like no section of Twitter and social media that I think people call it like Stan Twitter and they just like Stan like this one person Uh like thick and thin how did how did Stan become a thing uh have you ever listened to the Eminem song Stan so there's an Eminem song I'm I'm very (laughs) anti-Eminem um Eminem was the first artist that got me like into hip-hop but Kanye was the first um, artist that made me like love hip hop. I mean, but, like Eminem was like my like my like gateway because yeah. when I first heard like "Lose Yourself" and like "Till I Collapse" when yeah. I was like around like nine or ten or something, or maybe a little bit younger, I was like, "Oh, this this music is so good!" Like I just thought it was so cool because it was so fast. The first rap song that I ever heard was "Drop the World" by Lil Wayne and Eminem. <laughs> and if you've ever heard that song before i don't know if i've heard that song i gotta listen to it picture nine-year-old me hearing that song for you never heard that song before have you ever heard that song before oh no. god <laughs> just picture a nine-year-old white kid and when you listen to the song and you'll just be like this makes no sense i just but remember yeah. listening to palms are sweaty knees weak yeah yeah, yeah. What, whatever the line is. I'm I don't remember right hearing that song for the first time, to be honest with Vomit you. Vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. I just thought that was so f- funny. But like, <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, Eminem's last two albums, or even, like, before that, like, definitely the last two, because those are the two I've actually, like, really listened to, mm-hmm. have not been good. So, getting back to the, to the Taylor Swift stands, right? Mm-hmm. So, t- today, I woke up. And the number one trending on Twitter was hashtag Kanye West is over party. I was like, oh, what do you do this time? Because obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him. I and a lot of people know that. And um, so I was like, oh, what, what happened this time? And it was basically like some old news, some old video from 2015 or so. 
of when he was asking Taylor Swift for permission to use her name and basically asking for permission for him to well, use the line in the song Famous. Was it, Yeah, I was, about to say, yeah. I was about to say it was famous. Definitely. And it apparently was, she like agreed to it and like they have video footage of her saying like, yeah, this is okay. And like... It's a funny line. Yeah. And um, so I guess like they found like a piece of the video and like cropped it in a way that made it look like she wasn't completely like comfortable with it. But like in the extended version, um, there's a there's a, a piece of it where she's like, oh yeah, I mean, you, you just speak your truth, whatever you want to say, just say it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, honestly, like it's a hip hop song. Like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you like so what ba- to put so in So basically they're just digging up old crap on Right, yeah. They're just so looking actually, for a reason to hate people. I was actually talking about that oh, last no. night with uh, my sister. I, the I internet just said a second. Hopefully the, it didn't pick up like that. What, oh, boy. Um, I say won't say what the tweet said, but basically she said something, and one of her old friends texted her saying, like, hey, you should probably delete this. <laughs> so <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. But, like, when you're, like – like, Twitter has, like, changed a lot from, like – even like the past like four or five years, like I remember when I first got Twitter, people tweeted a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of said what you were thinking. And That's like, kind of how I like to treat it. I probably yeah. tweet like 10 times a day. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're one of like the people like never really changed. Which yeah. like, I mean, like I notice now, people yeah. are starting to tweet their, t- starting to treat their Twitter like they treat their Instagram. Yes. And I remember yeah, in a, like- Yes, that's a good way of putting it. And yeah. in 2013, like when Instagram first started to come out and like, I just remember people, they would post everything. They oh, would post. Oh, I, I posted everything. My they, sister like would People would post me. like five times a day. It would be like a meme, their dinner, their lunch. My like, sister blocked me on Instagram because I posted too much. <laughs> they'd post like a picture of their dog, like every day. Like it was just like, everyone you would, post would post whatever they ask wanted. FM name. Yeah. Ask like, or it, like take this quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, if this reaches 10 likes, I'll go, I'll make a video of myself doing this. And like now Jumping no one does snow. those things. No, no. It's like, everyone's like, uh, it's, their it's own ego. social media manager for their own celebrity. That is their self that they're just trying to like look perfect for. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I think, I think that's why I like Twitter more than Instagram. I barely use Instagram. I don't know about you. I barely use Instagram barely go anymore. On anymore. I Twitter is like, that's probably my most, I'm going to check actually how much, I was on Twitter today because it's, it's like probably, Twitter and YouTube. For me, it's probably almost. pretty sad how much I'm actually on Twitter. Um, so I was on Twitter for f- four hours today. So, so I go on to this morning and I see this hashtag Kanye West is over party and it's over the stupid thing. I like, I'm scrolling through. I just see a ton of tweets about from these Taylor Swift fans. And then like, I follow like, I, like there's like a group of like Kanye fans that like all kind of like follow each other. So I, I'm in that. And I'm just seeing like, oh, like this is like, like, like they're taking this so seriously and we're like laughing at it. Cause we're like, all right, like, well, like what's the point of this? Like this That's is like so like stupid. That's like the 20th yeah. worst thing Kanye's done. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, honestly, like we just, we're just in it for the music. The music is good. I mean, we're, we're, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, yeah. It's like, and then we're just seeing all this. So I'm like, I think we should all stream famous. I tweet that. Hashtag stream famous. And I get these tweets coming back to me from oh, Taylor Swift fans. Oh, the, the, the Swifties came at your heart, huh? The Hive. Is, uh, oh, if they were Beyonce fans, it'd be the Beehive. But the Swifties were coming at me hard. Oh, no. And, um, How many replies did you get? <laughs> I got a few now. Oh, um, I said, 
I think we should get hashtag stream famous trending. I said it as a joke. Obviously, I can't start a movement like that. Um, a few hours later, I get from I get I get a response back. Someone quote quote. Do you it. know these people? Oh no 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 no. They no. they had to search me and find me to get this. Oh, There's okay. like they they would have had to like looking for something to hate because I don't okay, follow so, these people at all. So yeah, so we don't care about these people. No, we but I just think it's funny yeah. how this like. They, they, they all kind of come come out of nowhere and just start attacking. How did that work out for you, Tucker? That was what they said. <laughs> and I said, I streamed to famous. <laughs> and then this person said, who, whose name on Twitter is Taylor. Probably not Taylor Swift, though, unless it's a fake Maybe account. it's a burner account. It's a burner. <laughs> I think he's mad because his parents named him after a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I said, and I have been, I, I do know that Tucker is a very common dog name. I'd be okay with being named after a golden retriever. Yeah. That's, that's not even an insult. So I said, my parents are golden retrievers. I just responded with that. And then Curveball. someone else said, and because his parents are cousins. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, this is in Alabama now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. We live in Massachusetts. We don't come do that on up now. here. No, never. Um, so then <laughs> I started seeing these. So I just said, imagine being a Taylor Swift fan. And I just put like this, like laughing gif. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they said, I would rather be a Taylor Swift fan than be Tucker Dash. 23 likes, one retweet on that one. Oh, then it says, oh, you really made them mad. <laughs> wow. Then it says, but his podcast account has a grand total of six capitalized in parentheses, the number six followers. So what do you mean? So you then, made it two days ago. I made and it two days ago. <laughs> you had you even released an episode? Actually, it was, you, it was, this was just legit. released the first episode. This, th this tweet was 30 minutes ago. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You just released the first episode. <laughs> I had released episode. one episode and made this account two days ago. No, if you don't have 30,000 followers before your first episode, <laughs> you're a failure. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's I a don't fact. know why I even bother showing myself in public Indisputable anymore. fact. This podcast is over. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is the last episode. <laughs> I'd like to hear a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift fans canceled me. I would like to hear a Taylor Swift fan podcast because that would just be mayhem. <laughs> it would also be six people with the same opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Um, so I said, oh, so they said, he, he, but his podcast account has a grand total of six followers. So I said, yeah, Come and on. one of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just put like th this video of like two people just staring at each other in silence. <laughs> wow, they really, then, they, they definitely all are like high-fiving each other. Like, we got them, guys. <laughs> They're we on the group chat. Yo, I'm going to say this. Should I say this? We showed him. Yeah. <laughs> He's crying. Um, and then the next one says, Tucker Douche. Because Ooh. on Twitter, my name is just Tucker Dash. Ooh. Oh, boy. And then wow, that, that was clever. The comments under that, under that one is, he didn't get loved as a child. And now he's on Twitter kissing Kanye's ass, even though Kanye could give less of a shit about him. Like, I'm sure Taylor Swift and her are besties, you know? I'm sure Taylor Swift and um, her see, have coffee every <laughs> Sunday at Starbucks. I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're best friends. They hang out all the time. That's and just... then, so then someone else said, oh, yeah, imagine being Tucker Douche. So then I just said, like, oh, how'd you find out my real name? And so, yeah, I, I just think it's funny how there's a whole, like, 
community of people that, um, especially with, uh, I'll see it with like K-pop Twitter too, where they'll, they'll just like, this Stan Twitter is like, I've never really seen K-pop right Twitter to be honest with you. I'm not really familiar with how that one works. Yeah, that, that that one's a first a, of all. A let's weird. just get this away. There's nothing wrong with liking Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you can like Taylor Swift and I not would, be them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm. It's not against Taylor Taylor Swift fans. It's against no. the a very small the group of people. Yeah, yes, the, the cult of people who are like, <laughs> you know what? This guy said something I don't like on the internet, so I'm gonna be very angry at him and tweet at him things that aren't nasty. Yeah. And I'm gonna think I won. And it's um, it's the same thing with like every every single genre of everything, like in politics too. Like you'll oh, yeah. see the people. Political that, like, Twitter is actually no, <laughs> not even political. Political Facebook is just <laughs> the all time the best, especially the boomer, the boomer memes. <laughs> when you get your family on Facebook and they're in political argument, there is nothing better in this world. <laughs> There is nothing better than watching your family fall apart over politics on Twitter because it makes Thanksgiving, Easter, and Christmas look way more fun. And um, like I'm, am I lagging? I'm kind of. You're kind of lagging for me. No, you're good for me. All right. Um, yeah, because there's always like I understand like if you don't agree with a certain politician or president or whoever. Yeah, that's, that's fine have, that's but it's the people that i like sometimes I'll, I'll just like look through and it's the same faces that always have a hate comment it's almost like they have the post notifications on and they're a tweet ready to be made about it and it's like if you like if you really really didn't like them like well, why are you paying that much attention like it could, it's, it's for everything too like not just yeah. politics one thing i've that. noticed is that especially with like big time like trump supporters like I'm not trashing people who like Donald Trump. I'm not going to trash people like Bernie. You know, yeah, we're, like we're not going to um, turn is, away 50% of our viewership by picking political fine. sides right here. But like whenever I see someone who's like, whenever I see Trump tweet, there's always like a bunch of people tweeting like, thank you, Mr. President, like MAGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff I see like those that. too. And then like if you click on their profiles, it looks like a parody of a Trump supporter. It, look, it looks like, like it's a, a bot. <laughs> like yes, someone it made it. It looks like someone is trying to look like a crazy Trump supporter. Like their bio is like proud American, like love the stars and stripes. Their um, like header or whatever is like a picture of the constitution. Their profile picture is them with like a bald eagle or whatever. Like it looks like a cartoon. <laughs> there's so many accounts that are like that. <laughs> and then there's also the accounts that have two followers that are tweeting this out. And there's like, it says the number of tweets is like 2000 and they're all replies to like, this like trump tweets or political tweets. yeah yeah, yeah. i don't yeah, get Twitter, why Twitter's weird it's like how many people are how many how many of them are actually real <laughs> yeah i don't get i don't get why like so many bots are commenting on <laughs> i don't know why they have a political opinion but yeah <laughs> it's kind of scary not gonna lie um if it d d depending on which party you're on you'll blame uh russia or you'll blame whoever <laughs> yeah Basically, you'll, you'll, they, they you'll, always say stuff like that. Never yourself, though. It's never your fault. That's the one thing I've learned from Twitter politics. It is never your fault. Always somebody to blame. Um, all right. Um, Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I mean, honestly, I think I've already come to terms with the fact that Jarrett Stidham is going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. 
I, at first I was like, oh, are we going to go after Cam Newton or Jameis Winston? Like, who are the Patriots going to go after? Yeah. And um, now I, I'm, I, I don't want Andy Dalton. I don't God, want no. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is a Colt now, I think. Well, he's like, yeah, he's already signed. Um, Can we just, first of all, before we go, I want to, like, move away from Tom Brady for just a second. Okay. Is Cam Newton asking to be traded or not? So I, I, so they have new ownership, uh-huh. and they have a new GM and a new head coach, and a lot because, of people were mad that they fired the head coach last season. Yeah, Ron Rivera. He's a, yeah. he, he got a job like two days after getting fired. Yeah, yeah. They, like every, everyone loved him. Yeah, he's a great that, coach in that organization. And um, basically, I think what happened is they got a new, they have a whole new front office, and they were just kind of like, they they pulled a, a Captain Phillips and like. This is this is I'm the captain now, and they yeah. were just like, "Yeah, we're we're getting rid of everyone." Well, I saw it. it was like Cam Newton requested for a trade, and then he commented in the ridiculous fonts because that's how he types <laughs> yeah. for some reason. I I thought it was like a parody account at first, and then I'm like, "Oh no, that's oh actually no no Cam he 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 types like <laughs> that's that." That's actually how he types. <laughs> wow. He, yeah, he takes the effort of holding down every letter and picking the one with the lines through. I don't have time. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But he said he didn't ask for a trade, so. <laughs> Did the Panthers ownership come out and lie and say they wanted him gone so badly that they just said, Oh yeah, he wanted to be traded. Oh, which I think is bad because that, I think that they do do that. Value. I think a lot of teams do that. I don't get that. Like I get, I think we might see something come out. Actually, no, Tom Brady. Uh, I think Robert Kraft said, um, Oh, if Brady wanted to be a Patriot, we would have done everything we wanted to do to make him become a Patriot. Yeah. I'm honestly kind of excited though, because this is something that's new for us. No, we've my never... Whole, my whole lifetime, Tom Brady has been the quarterback and has been the best quarterback in the league. The first Patriots game I was alive for, I was born September 10th, 2001. So the first Patriots game I was alive for was the game that Drew Bledsoe got hurt in. Oh, wow. So Tom Brady played in the first Patriots game I was ever alive for. So <laughs> I actually saw there was a thing on ESPN. It was like number of starting QBs since Brady came into the league. And... <laughs> The, I think the Patriots had Brady, Castle, Garoppolo, Brissett, and I think that's it. Yeah. Four, right? That was not the least, though. The Chargers only had three since Brady came in the league, which yeah. I don't think they get enough credit for how consistent they were, and they just never won a Super Bowl. The Chargers are, like, always in the playoff hunt. Because like Philip Rivers is, is pretty good. He's a solid quarterback. I mean, he's, yeah. he's on the downswing of his career now, but they were, like – Especially for fantasy, like, he always puts up numbers. Yeah, from like 05 to 07, the Chargers were the second best team in the AFC. I mean, they just always yeah. had the Patriots or one year. Tom Brady has taken away the opportunity for Super Bowls from so many oh, uh, good quarterbacks. Like in, 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 in a different universe, Peyton Manning has Tom Brady's Super Bowl. Peyton Manning has seven. Yeah. Peyton Manning would be the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, if, if Tom Brady didn't play. But, like, the thing about Boston, like, rebuilds is the Bruins have had to rebuild a little bit. The Celtics went through a bit of a rebuild. The Red Sox, I have no idea what happens with them. They, like, suck for a few years and then win a championship and then go into hibernation. Hey, we bit. have a new manager this year for the Red Sox. So that might be the World, World Series. Series. That yeah. has been the formula so far. That's been the formula. Except unless your Except name is Bobby time. Valentine. I was about to say Bobby Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> um. My fa- what's your, uh, my favorite Bobby Valentine story that I've heard is when Kevin Euclid was on the team and he pulls his groin 
and have heard this one. <laughs> he goes, uh, he's doing an interview, and they're like, oh, so what? Um, what's the conversation been with uh, Eucalyptus lately since uh, he pulled his groin? And he said, well, you know, I went up to him and I said, hey, how's your groin? <laughs> and so on, like talk radio. They, they just had that sound by hey how's your groin and Valentine's voice they just played it for that like was... years <laughs> one of my favorite john farrell sound bites is uh since he was so bad at managing like the bullpen and whatever one of his favorite lines was like uh you know i made the decision and it didn't work out and uh boston sports you know boston radio very logical especially the sports radio very logical you know very nice people and then one of the bites they did was, John, how did your marriage go? It didn't work out. <laughs> That's ruthless. <laughs> but back to what I was saying about the rebuilds. Yep. Boston has the fastest rebuilds in the world. Yeah, the we Celtics do. rebuild took one trade. Trading Literally. for Isaiah Thomas, and they made the playoffs that year. Like, did they and, and miss the playoffs one year? No, because that trade – no, it, it, took, it took that trade for Isaiah Thomas – and it also took um, that Nets trade that everyone was like, oh, they're going to tank now. But that, was then, great, that was one of the greatest trades that you've bro. ever seen in the history of basketball. What? D- Danny Ainge is, is literally like a genius. Danny Ainge might get in the Hall of Fame for that trade alone. <laughs> we got Even Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown yet. out of that. It hasn't led to a championship yet. It's not like the K, no, the KG and oh, right, Brown yeah, yeah, yeah. trades. Because that was, that was immediate. Like as soon he as you pull those players in. <laughs> That was like the, the, that was the antithesis of that trade. That was the total opposite. Yeah. Like one of them was trading away all your assets for the stars, and that one was getting rid of the same exact stars for all these assets. And then just like, every, I think everyone agrees that Boston has like probably, I would say the best young core. But some people would say I don't know, maybe they'll pick. They have one team, of the but, best. Definitely. Yeah, one of the best young cores. But the Bruins rebuild too. That was the quickest. They had to fire their coach, and that was it. <laughs> like, they, their, their core was around. They won the cup, and then they lost the cup two years later. And then they had another good year the next year. They were, like, the best team in the league, and they lost in the playoffs. So they won in 2011. Won in 2011. Lost the cup in 2013. Okay, yeah. Were the I best regular that. season team in 2014. Then they missed the playoffs the next two years because their core was – I mean, maybe not their core because Bergeron and Krejci and Rass are still there, but like a lot of like their depth players were terrible. Mm-hmm. So all they did was get rid of them, fire their coach. And I remember the Bruins fired Claude Julian the day of the Patriots Super Bowl parade. And that was like the big story of how like awful the Bruins organization was run. Because the Bruins, I hated I Don remember. Street. I wasn't, I'm not even huge into hockey, but I just remember everyone saying like, oh, the Bruins are like a dumpster fire now. And then they start, after that, they just started winning every, like all the time. Don Sweeney had three first round picks in a row. One draft. That was four years ago. One of them is in the NHL and he's a second line player. How about, um, I remember the player drafted right after him, one rookie of the year, the player drafted after him is one of the best defensemen in the league. <laughs> How about um, the Tyler Sagan trade? I mean, looking back on it, it really, I get why they did it. It wasn't a great trade for us. We was it one of those like, oh, it we have a, a, we it have a cap a, dump. Oh, it was a cap dump. Okay. It was a cap dump. And 
don't know if you remember, but Sagan similar to what we just did with Mookie Betts. Pretty much. I don't know yeah. if you remember, but Tyler Sagan was like the ultimate like partier. Like oh, he really? was big off the ice. Him and Marshan. Marshan has cleaned up a lot since off the ice. So I think they kind of wanted to trade him out. Obviously, the trade was terrible for what they got back for him. Mm-hmm. They traded for a guy who was like a 30-goal scorer for Andrew Bruins, and then they traded him away, and now he's one of the – I think he plays for the Golden Knights now. He was, he's one of their top six forwards. But, I mean, it helped the Stars a lot. The good news is that we don't really need Sagan. We right. can't pay him anyways. Hockey's, hockey's salary cap is so different from every other sport. Like in the NBA, how much – who's the highest paid player in the NBA? I want to say Steph Curry. Steph Curry. How much does he make here? Like $30 million? Let me check. I think the highest paid player in the NHL, I want to say, is Connor McDavid. I could be wrong on that one. It, it might be somebody else. And he makes about $12 million. I'm going to look well, that the, up, too. The list I found is in reverse order, so I'm going to scroll all the way down. The least paid players in the league. <laughs> Steph Curry, $40.2 million per year. He's got the super max. That's ridiculous. That's um, insane. I'm look at the highest pick. Yeah, Connor McDavid is the highest paid player in the NHL. Um, his salary is $15 million a year. <laughs> So is it just because the sport not, doesn't bring it just as doesn't much make, yeah it doesn't make as much, much money yeah um, the salary cap is <laughs> Steph Curry's contract you could pay it twice. It's, say, I think say that, that again you lagged for me oh um, Steph Curry's contract he gets forty million a year mm-hmm. NHL salary cap. I think he's 81 and a half million. <laughs> so you could take up half the salary. You could cap. pay him twice and that's it. <laughs> how many? Ridiculous. How much does Clay Thompson and like, how much did Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant make? They probably made more than the NHL salary cap did combined. And it will, probably wasn't even close. Probably. LeBron's is 37.4 million. Like Kevin Durant's is 37. In hockey, the teams that have players who take less money are the teams that are successful. Like you, yeah. you, you have to take less money. Like that's, that's like the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bruins. The that's Penguins. what made the Patriots so good for so long is yes. Tom Brady was willing to know that, look at my wife makes way more money than me. Mm-hmm. I just want to win games. So I'm going to do, I'm going to take the, the pay cut to make sure that our team can get to the Super Bowl. And we can have the players I want to, I want to have on the team. Sidney Crosby had a pretty good quote. I, I liked a lot. Taking less money doesn't work unless the whole team does it. Right. And that's what makes teams like the Patriots, the Bruins, the Penguins so successful is because you got teams like the Maple Leafs who are paying three guys 30, 40 million, all of them forwards. Like, that's not building depth. That's just – that's hurting your depth. The right. Patriots, that's why they're so good. Belichick sees a player, puts like a value on him, and once the player's asking price exceeds the value, you're gone. That's why Brady's gone. Brady wanted more money than Belichick thought he was worth. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bill Belichick was going to be one to get all sentimental in this case. And, I mean, obviously, you know, it's going to be a lot different <laughs> seeing Brady in a Buccaneers. Do you level. think they offered Brady, like, a contract that obviously wasn't $30 million a year, like what he made at Tampa? So do you think they, they offered him business-as-usual contracts? Tom, if you want to come, you join. If you don't, see it. 
Do you think that that was the case or? I think they definitely offered him a contract. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think they're, they're that dumb that they would just let him go without even offering him anything. Like, um, and at least like, I don't know how if the Buccaneers were talking to him and the Buccaneers gave him $30 million and he took it back to the Patriots and said, hey, I'm going to get $30 million from the Buccaneers. Are you going to match it? And they were just like, no. I don't know if that's what I think. Happened. I think it came think, down to he just wanted to leave. He, did, he just wanted to be a Buccaneer. I can't blame him for that. I mean, Their no, receivers are dirty. No Patriots fan should be mad at Tom Brady for leaving. No. No one. Like, no I, one. I, I, when it first happened, I tweeted, I was like, if I see any Brady, any Brady jerseys being burned. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> that, I was like, I'm going to be really mad at them. <laughs> you can burn a Kyrie Irving jersey for all I care, but yeah. don't burn a oh, Brady. Yeah. Don't burn a Brady jersey. That's stupid. Yeah. I haven't, and I haven't seen anyone, so I think people are smart enough. Because I, I, I remember they were saying, oh, this could be worse than the – this could be just as bad as the decision with, with what LeBron did. I'm like, <laughs> nope. I don't think so. It was the most low-key big free <laughs> signing I've ever seen. It was like – he posted a thing saying he's not going to be on the Patriots. And then I remember Dale Arnold of WEI was the first one that I think had it. Like three hours before anyone else did. He just said, Brady's going to the Buccaneers. <laughs> and I kept checking, like, no one else is saying this yet. And then finally, someone on um, NFL Network or something like that finally uh, broke it. It might have been yeah. a Rappaport saying Brady signs with the Buccaneers. Like, that's crazy. It was, it was between the Buccaneers and the Chargers, I think. Yeah, the Chargers backed out, like, earlier in the day. So, I, we already kind of knew that it was – You think the Chargers I, are going to try to go after Cam Newton? I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, I, that organization is, like – it's a very, like, well-run organization and melvin gordon sure. just left but they still have um that's what i was about to austin bring eckler. up they, yeah they lost melvin gordon which i think was a good idea i think you should move forward with austin eckler yeah where did melvin gordon sign with did he go with the falcons? denver denver it was todd Gurley. todd Gurley went to the falcons yeah melvin gordon and todd Gurley are two of the most overrated running backs in the league but mm-hmm. anyways um i think this quarterback class in the draft is like very deep like, i wouldn't mind for the Patriots, um, d- going throughout the season with Stidham, or if they want to s- sign Andy Dalton to like a very minimal contract or something, and if they don't feel confident in Stidham, then maybe they, maybe they do that. Uh-huh. But then you, you're okay with missing the playoffs and doing whatever you can to draft like Trevor Lawrence or someone else in that draft class. Yeah, I've been I've been seeing a lot of Pats fans wanting to get Trevor Lawrence, which I don't think is going to happen. We'd be I set if if we did though, we'd be set for the next twenty years. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but um. Brian Hoyer just got released today by the Colts. So I wouldn't be I would be not be shocked at all. Right if now Brian Hoyer we have signed to the Patriots. Cody Kessler and uh Stidham. That's it. That's our that's our quarterbacks right now. Jared Stidham is like it's tough to get a read on him because I remember his he was like one of the most highly rated high school quarterbacks. I, I everyone says he's like the most accurate passer they've ever seen. Like he's he his Talent is not the problem. It's like he's just – he needs to learn, like, how to read defenses better. Like, I don't know if you remember, but when he got into the game against the Jets this year, holy, holy – Not smokes. pretty, right? He, lo- I mean, he, he looked pretty good in um, preseason. He had a he few moments. He looked fine in the preseason, yeah. but 
once he played first team defense, it was it was bad. Yeah. And that was the Jets, a team that Everyone I mean they finished seven and nine, but but one of the worst seven and nine teams I've ever seen. They beat some pretty bad teams down the stretch. Yeah. So I mean I mean, I hope Jared Stidham's a QB of the future. That'd be nice, you know, just to have him like like drafting is always kind but, of well, in the he, Patriots' strong suit, but like the past few years, it really hasn't been. No, we've been struggling with drafting. Like I can't name, like Sony Michelle. That was a terrible pick. That <laughs> pick was awful. Like he, I think we, he had flashes of being really good, and like it just like it never panned out. Especially last season, he was awful. The problem with Sony Michelle is that he was a first round pick. Yeah, if he was a third or fourth round pick, I would I wouldn't be as critical of him as I am, but. If you're running back draft in the first round, I expect you to be like a 1,500-yard rusher. And he's just not – he's yeah. not – He's Belichick doesn't even trust him to like run in pass Well, he plays. fumbles all the time, right? He can't catch. Yeah. And we have James White, who's like the best receiving back in the NFL. So, I yeah. mean, I don't think he's going to be back after his rookie deal. So, that's another first-round pick wasted. Isaiah Wynn, we'll see if he can – Stop getting hurt, you know. It yeah. sucks, obviously, with the injury and stuff like that. But I mean, it's all about it's all about how you draft. That's really the key. You draft yeah. well, and you're going to be set up for long term. Trading and trading and free agents should be like icing on the cake, like just that extra mile, basically. But you got to build your team from the bottom up through the draft. Exactly. Like free agency is such a roll of the dice too, because it's so easy to overpay guys, mm-hmm. unless it's like a like a an unproven player, like if unless you, unless it's the NBA when one player yeah. can change your whole franchise. Exactly. But when you only can when you only have five guys on the court at a time and you pull in one of the best players, yeah, exactly, it dramatically increases. But when there's eleven guys and everyone's got to be on point, I think people also you're not going to trade for eleven all. 11 so understand players. that if they take less to go with New England, the next the next year you're going to get money. <laughs> you're going to get paid no oh, problem. So many players have done that where. They come to New they, they they're somewhere else. They come to New England. They have a good season. They sign for so much money and somewhere the else. The best part is they're never they never live up to it. Belichick is so good at knowing when players are done. Mm-hmm. Like Dion Lewis, I loved Dion Lewis when he was with the Patriots. He is about to get cut by the Titans. Yeah, because he just doesn't play. Because Derrick Henry is like the greatest running back. Yeah, Derrick Henry is unbelievable. <laughs> He, Derrick Henry is the reason why Lamar Jackson doesn't have a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. Because I think yes. they – Or Mike, well, Mike Vrabel. But, I mean, we'll give Derrick Henry credit too. Yeah. Um, well, any other running back, I don't know if they could have done it. <laughs> no, no. Derrick Henry, like, he was always a very good running back. Like, I don't think anybody ever questioned there were always, how good of a player uh, he was. Injury issues, right? Well, he also played in Tennessee. <laughs> His quarterback, like, Ryan Tannehill is like – He's, he's he a very to get out of my average quarterback. And yes, he did need to get out of Miami. <laughs> but Marcus Mariota is like just a not good quarterback. Like mm-hmm. he, he's just bad. Ryan Tannehill can win you a few games. And if you have a good running back, if you're going to build your offense around the running back, all you need is a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. Right. Like you need like a Dak Prescott. Like that's, that's what the Cowboys have. Should a Dak player. Prescott – because that – the, the, this is what, what we were touching on earlier too, how teams will like release a statement that doesn't always reflect the player well so that they don't lose their fan base. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember when 
last before this past season when Dak Prescott was looking to get a major contract, they were saying, oh, we offered Dak Prescott this enormous contract. And then mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's yep. team, another new story would leak that. a day later, and they'd be like, oh, no, it was actually this, blah, blah, blah. Didn't they say it was like $40 million or something like that? Yeah, like he would have been the highest paid. He would have been like one of the highest paid like, quarterbacks. Like Dak Ezekiel is one of the few running backs in the league that you should overpay for. When he wasn't getting his contract, did you did you hear that or was that just in my headphones? I didn't hear anything. Okay, I just got an alert. I, do, I wasn't sure if that was going through. Um, I didn't hear anything. So when he was getting um his when when they weren't giving him a contract. I passed on him in the in, in my fantasy draft and drafted David Johnson, who did not have a good season. <laughs> um, because well, well, uh, we're gonna talk I thought he was going to pull a Le'Veon Bell. And not play? Yeah, because I drafted Le'Veon Bell the year before because I said, oh, he's going to sign before week one, and he just didn't. So you already got duped, basically. So I got – yeah, because the, the I think – it wasn't the pick right after me, but it was like the pick after that. They they end up going with Ezekiel Elliott, and that sucks that you got David Johnson. You could have drafted like another good running back. I should have like, just went with a wide receiver or something. Yeah, like that David Johnson. Because um, it was like there were like three running backs that like everyone knew were like dirty, and then yeah. like if Ezekiel Elliott signed, he was the he was in that group too. Derrick Henry is going to be the number one pick in just about every fantasy league next oh. year. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be ridiculous. Is Tannehill was re-signed there, right? Or he got franchise tag. He got franchise tag. Yeah, no, so no, no. Look. Didn't he sign a, a, a humongous contract? I thought he got franchise. Let me look that up. Yeah, look it up for a second. I could have sworn that he got franchise. I thought he got a fat payday. I could be mistaking him for someone else, though. Oh yeah, you're right. He they overpaid, right? Four years, one hundred and eighteen million dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How much is that a year? Thirty million a year. That's almost thirty million a year for Ryan Tannehill. That's Tom Brady money right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is Mariota is... still on their bench or is he out? Um, they got probably go. a free agent because Winston's a free agent, right? Yeah, if Winston, Winston and Mariota are in the same agent. draft class. Yeah, Patriots yeah. also already said they're not going to go after Winston. I saw that. Fine with me. Yeah, I, I didn't want him. Anyways. I kind of wanted it at first because I was like, "Oh, he got he got LASIK surgery. He can see now. He's not going to throw any more picks." <laughs> but if if you just look at like his yards and touchdowns, you would think, "Oh, he's a pretty good quarterback." And then you look at interceptions. And you look at how many interceptions he threw. And, and how many losses they had by less than seven points. Oh, my God. He had 30 interceptions, I think. Uh, my favorite part is that the pick six at, in overtime at the end of the season to clinch it. That was the all-timer. I was so happy. <laughs> when I saw that NFL red zone, the guy was like, Jameis Winston, one interception short of 30 in overtime, and he threw a pick six. I was dying laughing. That was so funny to me. But back to David Johnson. What are the Texans doing? I don't know. That um, is. Did you hear the story that um, yeah, was it Bill O'Brien, who's their head Bryan. coach? Yeah. He compared him to Aaron funny. Hernandez right to his face. He said, "Look at, because I guess uh, Hopkins has um, 
has some children with um, more than one woman. And uh, he goes, okay. last time I had to have a conversation, sit down like this, it was with a man named Aaron Hernandez. And he's basically saying like, oh, like, I don't know what he was going to critique him for, honestly. The dude's a, a, a filthy wide receiver. One of the but, best receivers in the game. <laughs> so DeAndre Hopkins was basically like, did you just say, did you just, did you just compare me to Aaron Hernandez? Like, <laughs> so he was like, I'm out of here. Like, that story didn't leak until after the trade, though. Yeah. Did Bill O'Brien really think that David Johnson in a second-round pick was good value for DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> even if he thinks he's Aaron Hernandez? Like, dude, you could have fleeced the Cardinals. You could have – I mean, I don't know if they could have gotten Kenyon Drake because he just got signed. So I don't think they would trade a guy they just signed. But, like, really, you couldn't get a first in a second or, like – I almost said Chandler Jones, but I don't know if they would have gotten Conrad rid of Chandler Jones. Yeah, they probably would I mean, actually, I don't know. I mean, maybe one for one. Like, Chandler Jones is a great player. Do you remember the Chandler, Chandler Jones Hopkins incident? is one of the best players in the league. Do you remember the, the Chandler Jones uh, Patriots incident? They, like, cut him, yeah, like, as soon was, as he... that was weird. That was, it was bizarre. Like, it was before a playoff game, right? He, like, got arrested. He, like, was found with, like, weed or something. Or he, like... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and then he just, played, like, cut him. And then... But then, like, him. Patrick Chung has a similar incident, and they just keep him on. <laughs> well, I also think Chandler Jones wanted a lot of money. And Belichick was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're not good. Actually, wasn't, wasn't Patrick Chung, like, not really involved in his case? I think I remember I that. I haven't like, heard anything about that since the story was released. In the preseason. So I, I think that was just a bunch of crap. Yeah. I think I, I remember the story being that, like, someone threw a party in his house while he was away. Yeah. And, like, because it was on his property, like, his name was tied to it. And, like, that was it. Well, people just want to bring down the Patriots any way they can. So yeah. that doesn't really shock me. Um, one of the segments I've been seeing online is, like, Patriots fans, welcome to the club of just being a t- being you're you're now a part of the other 31 franchises or 30 yeah, yeah that have been team. um that have been uh have all hope stripping them because of uh tom brady i was watching the uh, pat McAfee show and he said i would not be surprised if patriots won 16 this year <laughs> i wouldn't with jared stidham <laughs> how funny would that be if they went that, that would be hilarious with jared stidham oh my god i'm in a group if they chat. go 16 and 0 this year I'm in a group chat and someone was saying the Patriots sticking with Stidham and then just like continuing to win or like just signing like these play- these no-name players and still being in the playoffs would be the most like the most Patriot thing of all time. If they make the playoffs this year and they go to the AFC Championship game again, it's Bill Belichick's greatest masterpiece. <laughs> it, it is his Mona hey. Lisa. He, I, there's nobody I'd want leading a rebuild more than Bill Belichick. Oh, I would. We've never seen it. There's nobody I'd rather have lead a rebuild than Bill Belichick. Like, we are so far ahead of the Browns. They said, they said that um, Tampa Bay is about to have, if Brady brings a lot of the Patriot values with him, they're about to have a total like change in their who's identity Tampa's, as a who's team. Who's Tampa's coach? Is it Dirk Cutter still? No, it's, um, it's the quarterback guru. What's his name? No, I thought it was Dirk Cutter. I'm blanking on his name. Well, Matt Nagy. It's Bruce Arians. Oh, that's – yeah, you're right. 
That's right. He retired. It was, so for like, last year he was his, for like two years, and then he's like, I'm back. Last year was his first year with um yep. with them, and it was with Jameis Winston. And they were like, Jameis Winston just kind of got like they lost so many close games. Yeah, they were like, he just kind of got like the bad, the short end of the stick. He kind of just like didn't really luck out because he got one of the best quarterback coaches, but only got to play with them for one year and just didn't have that good of a year. So like, I, I hope Jameis Winston gets another shot somewhere, and I think yeah. he will. I think uh, I heard that, um, something that he that the Steelers are looking to maybe sign him as a backup, so he can be Big Ben's replacement. Did you see Big Ben's beard? No. Oh my God! He posted a video on either Instagram or Twitter, just like an update, like telling people about like staying safe, washing hands in the quarantine. He looks like he hasn't looked in a mirror in six months. Does he have a? Uh... Like, jeez. Oh, oh my god! Are you looking oh at it right god. now? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my! It's ridiculous. He looks I'm, like he, he looks, looks like, like he drives the, a truck he, for a living or something. He does not. Look I like thought a Andrew Luck had a long beard. <laughs> That's nothing compared to what Big Ben's got. Damn. He looks like Joe Thornton of the Sharks. Most people probably don't know who that is. Look him up. Got a big <laughs> beard. Looks like Duck Dynasty. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> Is that show still like on? I have no idea. I used to like that show when I was like in middle school, but I don't do they, know if it's. What do they do? They just sell like duck noise kinda, makers? They just kind of like do like redneck stuff. Yeah. Because that's, they're just living in like the South. Yeah. And that's all you can really do down there. What a life. I can think of a better life than that. <laughs> but hey, those Taylor Swift fans thinking you're in Alabama. Hey. Marrying your cousin and stuff like that. My my um my parents that are golden retrievers that are related. Golden retriever parents. That's a, I mean that I probably happens flattered. for golden retrievers, honestly. I'd be flattered if I had a golden <laughs> retriever as a parent. But that also means you'd outlive a golden retriever because you're eighteen. I am eighteen. I they probably any golden retriever has reached the age of eighteen. Did you yeah. see like speaking of old dog did you see like the thing on the news it was like the first dog diagnosed with coronavirus dies oh yeah and it was an 18 year old dog it, it was 17 it's 17 still, still though 17 years old like <laughs> and it's the best part was that the cause of death is unknown i'm like i think i know why he died because <laughs> he was 17 years old. i don't think that dog died of corona no <laughs> it, it's dogs have already it's like they can't like i don't think they can I, don't, I don't think they show symptoms if they, even if they can get it they like, they cough or sneeze. Yeah. So like you won't even notice, and they can't transmit it to humans, which is like the really good part. Well, actually, the really good part is that they're not dying. It's like the oh. second really good part. I was walking my dogs today. It was a um, pretty nice day out, nice and sunny, a little chilly, so I put on a jacket. Mm-hmm. But I was walking my dogs today, and right next to my street is um, a much longer street that has a lot of wood. It's all wooded area around it. Yeah, you live near the forest, right? Yep. Yeah. And so in this on the street, it was the most crowded I've ever seen the street. So many people walking. Oh yeah. Walking their dogs. This, this, this excuse me. This quarantine was uh, is like just making everyone like. It's do a the blessing they in wish disguise. They could do. Yeah. It really is a blessing in disguise. Like we actually. I mean, unless you get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I it's mean, like yeah. a break. It's like one of those like you know how everyone says like I need a mental health day. This is like. This is big of a mental health day you're going to get. This is the this is a mental health like month. <laughs> if you can't get your stuff together now, 
I hate to break it to you. Like, well, you're I, just, this, you're just that's lazy. why I started this because I have so much free time now. All yeah. my school is online. I don't, I'm not working anymore. I have exactly. all this stuff to do. I, I, I don't have any, any more of this stuff. You're not working now because of the coronavirus, of course. <laughs> Wink. Um, so I was like, that, that I, I always wanted to like join uh, YouTube and I made a vlog one time like last month. I made it in February. I think I remember that. I made it I mean, and I, you know, it was pretty cool, but um, I realized it. I did that because I was watching um, some David Dobrik vlogs and he's like one of the biggest vloggers. So I was like, oh, he just makes four minute videos. Cause I was like, oh, I, w- I want to be a YouTuber. Like, wh- but what should I post? And I was like, I started watching his videos and they were like, just like highlights. It wasn't like I remember I first started watching Casey Neistat a few years ago and every he day some long videos. Casey they would be Neistat. like, like 10 to 12 to 15 minutes sometimes. And it was every day. Well, he did that. that sometimes. Yeah. Hey guys, I just woke <laughs> up like, just like, I was like, I don't I'm know if I want to do that. Day. But then David Dobrik, he just does like, he just films like clips almost cause he came from Vine. So he just does like short clips of like his week and just puts mm-hmm. the funniest moments together. So it's almost like you're watching a highlight reel. Mr. Beast posts like 30 minute videos, but it's not like daily vlogs. It's no, like no, 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 no. Competition. Mr. Beast. Like Mr. Beast is actually. I love that channel because. Oh yeah. Maybe it's too. like he goes to like the extreme of everything. Like I think I the last one I watched was he ate a seventy thousand dollar pizza. It was like it had like edible gold in it and stuff, and like the caviar was in it. It was like insane. But he goes the extra mile for every video. My favorite one was the one where he was tipping people. Like, oh yeah. Went for he just went to a restaurant, ordered a water, and then left and left like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Which he must he must have like really good brand deal connections. He has crazy just, sponsors. Like, yeah. Like I I can only imagine you pitching that to like your sponsor. Like, hey, I right, just give need, me like, twenty thousand dollars, but I'm giving it to a waitress. So, I need like, fifty thousand bucks to give. To, I think that's why he actually gets the money because he's giving it to people. So they they feel better about it. They know that yeah. it's good for their brand. If like, oh, and also our, in one of his videos, it was like anything you put in the circle, I'll pay for. Oh yeah, I've seen. It those. was like he was like there was like two people who was working for like a soup kitchen, mm-hmm. and he like was like he made this giant circle, and he was like, yeah, anything you want, we'll go to the soup kitchen. So I think that like. It makes it a little bit less guilty for the sponsors to give them money, right? Because it's not like, oh, I'm just paying you fifty thousand dollars to just have money, I guess. Yeah, like that makes um, sense. It's good. It's a good PR move for those businesses to do that too. So, yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't. I, I forget who his sponsors are. I always. I don't really. I David Dobrix is always SeatGeek. Thanks to SeatGeek, I can give my friend this car. It's like oh, always a lot stuff of like that. Have SeatGeek. Yeah. A lot of people. I think they're one of the most um, YouTube friendly brands. Yeah. I've never used it. I've used Ticketmaster. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy enough tickets for things, but I've used, I think I've used SeatGeek one time for a concert. Mm -hmm. I would, I mean, I mean, obviously SeatGeek's probably taking a pretty big hit right now. Yeah. Cause uh, there's no concerts. (laughs) There's nothing going on. Um, Um, My mom actually for my birthday, bought me tickets to Billie Eilish because my mom likes Billie Eilish. So I would always play Billie Eilish in the car with her. And I like some of the songs, but I would, I, you know, I was like, cause he, I can't, I can't play all the songs I, I want to play like with my mom in the car. No, yeah, I, I never do. I always play like comedy shows like John Mulaney, Bill Burr, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So 
my, my mom loves Billie Eilish. I almost like, so she, she got me two tickets and um, I was like, I kind of made a joke at, about it at first. It made me seem kind of like not that grateful. I felt bad after I apologized, but I was like, oh, it's going to be me and a bunch of 12 year old girls at this concert. <laughs> but uh, it was supposed to be like just not this wrong. past Thursday and um, it got canceled. So yeah, ended up not being able to go. Did you get a refund at least? Um, apparently it's, it's going to be rescheduled, but like no dates yet. Huh. I want to sell those. <laughs> I wonder who like the first, whoever has the first concert after the coronavirus like outbreak is like contained. Like whenever they're like, and All then right, someone gets it and it's a huge. News whoever story. is gonna have that first <laughs> concert is that concert is gonna be packed. Like if I'm a performer, I'm like, get me that concert like three or four months from now. Yeah, and you take the risk of it getting canceled because if you hit the spot. You're going to make a ridiculous amount of money. It's going to be crazy how much money you're making. It's been kind of weird, though, just, like, going, like, this long without sports, though. Oh, on ESPN, they're just playing, like, today, my brothers had it on. It was, like, the LeBron James McDonald's um, high school all-star game from 2003. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just showing reruns. (laughs) And, I mean, there's not much else they can do. Yeah, like they they've been showing a lot of thirty for thirties and. Um, I mean, like you can only watch St- Stephen A. and Max for so long before you have to go to something else. Is first take still going on? Yeah, but I think Why? it's like remotely. It's like they're 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 in like separate studios or like separate rooms or something. They, they just like all they have chat to like talk this. about is NFL free agency. Like NFL, that's yeah. it. If it's a slow day for NFL free agency, it's a slow day for first take. Like not that they really. Talk you can about only because the the coronavirus, um, like and everything being canceled, so you can only talk about that for like a few days. I would kill for first take to have to talk about hockey for two hours. <laughs> they never would. I w- they I don't think hockey's ever once been brought up on that show. The only time but- I see hockey on ESPN is when it's um, top ten plays and it's like some like behind the back backhand whatever, and like that's yeah. it. That's just, I, like they, they'll just show highlights. I would kill to watch Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith struggle to talk about hockey for two hours, and Molly's constantly being the worst because she stinks. That's um, that's Jalen Rose's wife, right? Oh, I oh I know. <laughs> Remember the the Lavar Ball comment? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she he goes. She goes, all right, we're going to switch gears for a second. They have LeVar Ball on the show. We'll and he goes, also, also, no, he goes, oh, we can switch gears anytime. And, like, I don't think he meant it sexually, honestly. I think it was just, like. I think that's just, just he something he, just like, he would say. Jokes. Yeah. And then she kind of was, like, like not. I don't she think, took it as the worst case scenario. She Either she did or she was, like, thinking, oh, maybe he meant it like this. Because she kind of played it off, too. She was kind of, like. Oh, oh, she didn't okay. really say anything. She just, she, she was just like, she was like, okay. Yeah. Like she, she just, she didn't really like say anything about it, but she looked, yeah. she looked uncomfortable. There was like, more of an outrage about it than, um, than what, what he probably meant. Like, Luckily though, there's no Molly Kern stands. So you don't <laughs> have to no one likes her. Like, it's like her and the girl in ridiculousness are the two like least liked. Oh, the girl in ridiculousness. I remember seeing a clip about her, like, saying you know i'm scrolling through instagram and i like all your pics but how come when i post a selfie i have all these followers and i'm not getting as many likes 
as I should be getting compared to the amount of followers I have, like she all this stuff. Like, <laughs> she was like, had some weird like psychology of like, or like mindset of like entitlement. I should have a certain amount of likes considering my amount of followers. And like you guys, why do I even have to be calling you guys out? It's like, I don't know. It was so weird. It's just I've like, recently unfollowed a lot of people on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So I'm just I, like, I've been thinking about doing that too. Just I'm just like, I have never said a word to you in real life. Like, I, I was I, thinking the other day, when when is the line where the people that I just knew from high school, but didn't really like know them, know them? When's the line where it's been so long that I haven't even seen them in real life where I can just unfollow them on Instagram? To be honest, like I won't notice. Like if you don't post anything, I just I will always follow you because I won't notice and I won't. Really no, care. and then it's when they start posting more, you're like, mm, it's just when I, really I see, see a this. lot of posts from a person I never talked to. I'm like, oh, I don't really know you. <laughs> this is kind of weird. I'm looking at pictures of you all day. I've yeah. never said a word to you. This is strange. Unfollow. <laughs> but like, if you don't post, I I will not notice. Right. So, unless unless you come across a random account trying to get followed by me, so. sometimes I'll scroll through who I'm following, just to like do a little cleanse, and it'll be like this person hasn't posted since 2014, and it's like some old account or something. I'm like, I'm I'm unfollowing this one. Oh, I unfollow <laughs> a lot of like I I unfollow a lot of like sports accounts that used to post like sports news or like sports yeah, videos, yeah. and the last like post was like lebron james like is going back to cleveland yeah like maybe i should unfollow you it's probably time (laughs) you 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 very clearly aren't the most active person in the world anymore so um didn't you have like some instagram difficulties where your account was taken down a couple times or something like that oh yeah. yeah um so i made my first instagram account in fifth grade had it um and then freshman year I'm not making this number up. I counted my emails to get this number right. From the be- from maybe not the beginning of freshman year. From like the start of like the second quarter of freshman year to the start of the fourth quarter. My account was hacked 22 times. How's that even happen? <laughs> I don't know. Instagram security wasn't very good back then. So what, what they would do is they would change my username to like a bunch of like random letters and numbers. And they would post like pictures of like naked woman and like stuff like that. Like, did you ever see them? I don't know, but I've, I have seen the, the type of accounts. Do you ever get those random DMs from people that are like, yeah, click this link to check. Hey, click this link. And then it's like a kiss emoji or something weird. And it's I, just like the, the profile yeah. picture is just like some girl with like, yeah. Anyone yeah, who's stupid like, enough to click on that link shouldn't have an Instagram I was account. Just delete, 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 delete. But anyways, like I thought, like maybe that's like why my account was getting hacked so much. But I'm like, I, I never clicked on those links before. Like even freshman year me wasn't dumb enough to click. Yeah, on yeah, them. I've never. Yeah, um, but they just still find people. It's always like a, a group DM or something. Yeah, like exactly. Weird, yeah. So I would be getting like texts from people like, "Yo, are you okay? Like, why are you posting these pictures?" <laughs> I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I would check my Instagram. And I'd be like, oh. So it kept happening. It kept happening. 
in the middle of it, like, I don't know what number it was at this point. Maybe it was like 14 or something like that. You know, I was changing my password. I didn't know what my Instagram password was anymore because you can't change it to something that it already was. Right. So I didn't know what my password was anymore. So basically it got hacked one time and they changed the email to get my account back. So I couldn't get in that account. I'm like, well, it looks like, um, it's like I'm done with this account. And then like two weeks later, my email was just randomly put back on the account. For so weird. Reasons so, I don't so weird get. that someone was actively trying to get your account. I don't know. And then like, so like, you know, keep getting hacked, keep getting hacked, keep getting hacked. And then one day I remember, I literally remember that did, the last time I get hacked because you know what two-factor verification is? Do you know what that is? Oh, so you have to have two different forms of like... Mm-hmm. Like I send you a text or whatever. Yeah. So I have that I for my Twitter. I send you a text account. and an email or something like that. Yeah. So I have that for my Twitter account. And Instagram didn't have that. And that's all I needed to get rid of like the hackers because then they couldn't log in. Right. Like, all right. Like if I just get this, I'm good. But Instagram didn't have it at the time. So after I got hacked one more time, they eventually... After the 22nd time, they finally put in two-factor verification. So I'm like, thank God, I'm never going to get hacked again. This is great. So I put it in. Ten minutes later, my account gets disabled. <laughs> Ten minutes later, my account gets disabled after finally like getting rid of the hackers. How, I wonder how that happened. Maybe they just kept trying and trying and trying, and it was like, we're just going dis- to disable I was just like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm saying this is ridiculous. You were just like off Instagram, Instagram for a while. Yeah, I didn't have Instagram for like a year. So I would like look on their like Instagram's website and there was no like, there was nothing. It was just like, like, how do I get my disabled account back? And it was just like, um, put your email in here and it'll help you. And mm-hmm. the instructions were just not helpful. Like it, nothing worked. So I'm like, all right, that account's gone. So I made a new one after a while not having one. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it was last month. I was sitting. Hold on a second. In... Oh, all right. Sorry. Nice belly button. I was sweating. Um. So I was sitting in class one day, and I come across um my old account, <laughs> and I literally tapped on it, and I'm like. I had forgotten about this account at this point, to be honest with you. Like I, I had already given up hope that I had, it had been what, like two years. Back. It had been three years. Okay. Three years since I have ever logged on to this account. Mm-hmm. So I get the account back. I log back on. Someone had DM me like two days before asking for homework. <laughs> and I, I DM them back. I'm like, dude, don't follow this account. Follow the other one. And then um, the fun part was actually going through um, my who I was following because the people that I was following, I knew, I think I was following 400. I think I'm following 400 people. I know about 150 of them. It's just like these random 13 year old people that I was following that like live in like towns around here, like Bill Ricca or like Drake it or Chumpsford or Tuxbury. People I just never, never met before, but they, I, for some reason followed them. Right. That's so funny. So yeah, that was, uh, and I looked through all my old posts, which was pretty funny. The quality on all them looks like it was taken with like an Poster. iPod, iPod four, basically. Um, but yeah, I just kind of changed the account 
to like make let people know that this is not my account like i put my actual account in the bio another important part about getting that account back though is i could finally remove the underscore from my current instagram account that's good so my old instagram account didn't have any underscores in it and if i but since the account was disabled and not deleted it was still in the system so i couldn't change my name without the underscore and then i finally got it back and so now i could finally change it back which was you just feel so much more important when you don't have an underscore dot in your name. It's really I, my, my Instagram for a long time was Tucker Deschanel, my first name and my last name. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no one knows how to spell that. <laughs> so I'm just going to do Tucker Desch. <laughs> I think I could spell it with no problem. But Go ahead, try. D-E-S-C-H. That's the easy part. E-N... E-A-U-X. Yeah. A lot of people forget the extra E. I just realized I could have cheated. Your name is right there. <laughs> I, I didn't cheat. I swear. I just now realized your name was right there and I could have used that and acted like I knew how to spell it. But yeah, I got it right. We're good. Yeah, good guess. I know how to spell Tucker's name. No big deal. No big deal. My my name, which is two last names. Desh Anoaks. My first name is two names, so easier to spell yeah um did you want to talk about anything i think we've gotten a good amount in how long have we been talking for like we've been over we've been here for over an hour yeah we've probably been over an hour my last one was since it was my first one it was 40 minutes but it felt like two hours because i was like so stressed but now i like yeah, even yeah. just the second time around i feel so much so much better i wasn't really nervous about the time with this one because like, since we know each other really well, we know, like, what we can talk about and, yeah. like, how to, like, build off of stuff. So, my, my last guest, um, Anthony, I've, I've met him in person one time. <laughs> and, but, but we've been yeah, texting you told, and you stuff. you told me about him, yeah. 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 And um, what, what actually happened was um, we, we kind of, like, talked about what we wanted to talk about before it started. So, mm. when we were trying to have the conversations, it was stuff that we were kind of, like, bringing up again. So, it, I feel like it wasn't as natural. Yeah. We were like, all right. So I was like, all right. So what do you think we should talk about? Like, I, and we're trying to work it out. He's like, well, you know, I could say this. And then like, you could say this. And I, so it seemed like kind of scripted when we were going through. So I was more yeah, nervous about you're it. You're reading lines or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I was trying to remember like things that we had planned on saying, but I think from now on, I'm just going to wing it like this because it seems so much more natural. It's way more, it's easier to do. It takes the stress out. Yeah. It, That's it why definitely does. like I have like a lot of respect for like what Joe Rogan does. Cause he talks with everybody, like so many different people with so many different interests and he knows how to talk to them for like two hours. I think it's sick when he has like, like he'll have like a scientist that like studies like mushrooms for a living mm-hmm. and like, they'll just talk about it for like five hours. I'm like, how, do, how does that happen? He can <laughs> go he off do this? DMT for like three hours. Hey, have you, have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> Man loves talking about DMT. DMT, Elk Meat. Um, this movie, X, X Machina, he brings it up he all He loves the time. talking about monkeys. Like monkeys, yeah. Experiments with monkeys. Loves <laughs> talking about them. I can't believe he hasn't gotten Kanye yet. Uh, it was supposed to happen at one point. And then I think it was like during the peak of like Kanye's TMZ moments that were, that was going on and like all this stuff. And I think Kanye's team was probably like, that's not a good idea right now. 
Yeah, that would be the dream to get Joe Rogan having Kanye West talk for like six well, hours. There was one, there was, there was a, a couple episodes where Rogan was like, oh, like, because it, Kanye tweeted, um, I, I, I want to have a long form conversation or something like that. And Rogan was like, I'll have you on any time. And then he tweeted like, let's make it happen. And then it, okay. I, apparently they talked on the phone about it. And um, Rogan was like, oh, he's like, one of the sweetest people I've ever spoken to. Like he seems nothing like what people think he would be like in, in private. Like he was like super down to earth and like really like interested in doing it. It just seems like it's just not going to happen because of um, some, some different things going on. So, I mean, maybe down the road, something like that. But uh, I really, I would have loved to see that happen. I miss Kanye West on Twitter. Oh, when he comes on Twitter, he just proves he's the king of Twitter. I miss Kanye on Twitter. He used to tweet a lot more. He never, like, and they he were hilarious. Now he They're, barely ever tweets now, and it's so sad. Yeah, like, when, he was one of the first people that I ever followed on Twitter. Like he was like, like he was required. the person to follow on Twitter. You were required to follow Kanye West on Twitter, basically. He'll like reactivate he, his account, and all of a sudden you have like, like when he comes back, it's like he just proves to everyone that like he's he's the number one account. I think it was like New Year's Day, like two years ago. He tweeted like fifty different things. Probably more oh, I think actually. he, I think he, I think it said that he had like 100 and something, like 147 tweets or something in, in one day. way off. <laughs> <laughs> it was like ridiculous. And um, every, all, all the people are like trying to get retweeted because he was retweeting fan stuff. He followed so many like fans and before he had only followed just him. That was his only. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yep. And um, um, people were like oh, this is so cool. Like, we're going to have Kanye following us and maybe he'll be interacting with us. And then he just like... Those are the glory days. He when... just deleted it off his account <laughs> after that day. Those, those were just the glory days when Kanye was big on Twitter. Oh, like, especially his old Twitter where when it was like... Actually tweeted stuff. Like, he would just be like, Wiz Khalifa, I invented your career. Like, back when he was like, just like the most like outrageous and like um, the most like confident and cocky person of all time yeah, that was like peak kanye like oh, he would just pop on anyone's song and like just like murder every single feature i think if he came on now it would be a lot of religious stuff yeah like a lot of stuff like bible quotes or like yeah stuff like that um i think he tweeted on like christmas he was like merry christmas from from the west family and it was just like here's a picture from the ranch and it's just like him and oh yeah <laughs> it was like his goat or something <laughs> Have you seen like the their bathroom of their house? Oh, this the sink that the sink. Make... Yes, <laughs> that sink is ridiculous. I, it's it's just like a straight table, right? Yeah, it's it like it's slow enough incline where like it, it still drains. It makes no sense why I was thinking, that's the sink you pick. Imagine brushing your teeth in it and you're just like spitting on the table. Like why just <laughs> just get a normal sink? Like that's such a flex just to get like a, the most outrageous sink you could pop. That's the most Kanye West move. Like let's get the most outrageous. Let's sink. get a sink. That, let's let's get the sink that just looks like a table. <laughs> I think it was like I think it was the Kim Kardashian was given the tour and she was like explaining how it works. Oh, when, whenever she does a house tour, I watch because it's like you what the most least expected thing that you think they would have, they have. <laughs> oh yeah, it may, I mean, they have like one of those walk-in kitchen fridges. I don't get how you know that that stuff even exists. So, 
That's a whole new level work of at, rich work, people. From working in a, in a restaurant, um, they're, they're, they do have stuff like that where it's like a room. That's like the whole room is like a refrigerator. Uh-huh. They have that in their house. <laughs> like the sink, like how do, you, how do you find out that that sink exists? <laughs> Who discovered this? Like you have to do some research on like, is there like a list? Like is Watch Mojo doing like a top 10 sinks? <laughs> and he's just like, I got to get to number one. Not even like top 10. It's just like top 10, like most random sinks. <laughs> top 10 kitchen or not like house appliances you need to have. You won't believe number eight. Have you ever and seen the pictures of their house? And it's just like, the whole thing is just like, like the, it, it's the most least decorated, all like white walls. Like the, it's just like the most bland house of all time. But it's they're like, probably never there. <laughs> Well, now they're probably there. Traveling hotels. I think, now, that, I think they've been spending the whole quarantine in Wyoming or something. Wyoming. So I've, I've, been, I've been seeing pictures of them there. That wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, that's where I'd be if I was a celebrity. I'd be in like Montana or like... Something random. Something, or, like, or like Maine, like the top of Maine. Like somewhere where just no one's yeah. going to find you out here. I think, I, I don't know if I would do Maine though because of snow. I, I hate snow. Maybe well, right now, now because it's now not... Now it's yeah. not bad. But like... If, if I had the choice, I would live in a place. I mean, obviously, I, I, I will have the choice eventually. But, like, well, I don't I, Yeah, but um, I don't think I could do snow. I hate snow so much. I think where I would live if I want, if, like, without snow. I think I would just miss my family too much to just leave and friends. Like, I want to, like, make, getting a whole new group of friends. There's Skype. There's, there's FaceTime. Yeah. There's ways around it. But, like, honestly, like, is there any, like, I feel like especially, like, now in, like, the age of technology, like, can you really ever, like, get away if you're a celebrity? Is that even Probably not. Possible? I mean, because of social media, too. Like, we know they're in Wyoming. Yeah. Like, we know they're in Wyoming. Like, if we wanted to, we could Like, the, there could be paparazzi that's just, like, waiting for them to come out of their, out of their house in Wyoming just like, to go see them. If you really, really tried, you could, you could find where they live. There's not that many people living in Wyoming. Yeah. You could find where they live. Not like, I'm not encouraging that. I think most celebrity houses, you could just go like Google like their address and like someone's leaked it at one, t- at one point. Probably, yeah. I mean, I know, this is what I was thinking of. Is Tom Brady going to build a new house in Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay just- is about to become... A really exciting city because the Rays are going to be good. The Bucks are going to be if good the, if the Rays stay. If they have a season. <laughs> yeah, but also if their team is still. In oh Tampa yeah, because they're playing half the games in Montreal. At some yeah, point they're they're they they even when they're good, they're attending. They have no one. That no one goes. I, I think when when I went to Florida, I went when I I've been to Florida twice to, for Disney, and both times like we've just driven to Tampa to go see a Rays game. You can you can buy tickets the same day and still get pretty good tickets. Like you can Fine. walk up and they just let you in after the fourth inning or something like that too. That's like ridiculous. Like if, if it's after the fourth inning, they just, they're like, oh, you want to go in? Yeah, sure. Yeah, they need people in there. And they just let you park right up front too. Like if if the VIP section parking doesn't, um, if the VIP section parking like doesn't fill up and it usually doesn't, they just like start giving it away to people that come late. They're like, oh yeah, you can park right here. 
Yeah, I have an aunt who lives on like the west coast of Florida. And like everyone says the west coast of Florida is like you don't want to live there. And I've always wondered why. Is that where Tampa is? Yeah, it's like yeah. No, it's on the west. It's like the peninsula. It's like it's border I think it's actually on the Gulf of Mexico now that I think about Mm -hmm. it. It might actually be on the water. I've been I went to Tampa before. I mean we went to Bush Gardens. I was like nine. Yeah. I was younger than nine. I was seven or something like that. Don't remember it very well. But yeah, I went to I went to Miami. I, I could never live in Miami. One time when I was like ten years old, my whole family went we went to Baltimore for like two days or three days, two nights or something like that. And then on the way home, we went we went to two um Baltimore Orioles games. And oh, Camden Yards stadium is, is an awesome ridiculous. stadium. That stadium's awesome. I, I love that place. I I, I want to go back awesome. sometime. I've heard that's one of the best. It's not even like a new stadium. No. It's just one of the best stadiums you could go to. It's like built Fenway, so perfectly. Despite being so historic, Fenway Park is like one of the sucks. worst stadiums for a it spectator. Sucks. It, it's probably fun to play there. But um, yeah, like, I mean, you should go watch a game there. But unless definitely, you're... Do, definitely do it. But I would hate, like, maybe, I mean, I'm a Red Sox fan, obviously, so I'd be biased. Yeah. But if I wasn't really a Red Sox fan and. I wanted to buy season tickets for some team. It would not be – I would not want to sit in Fenway Park every night. <laughs> so unless you're sitting on the Monster. Because well, that's new. Fen- yeah. Like, that, it's not good. The seats are like – you're basically cramming yourself into this. Your, your knees are like – it feels like you're on a small bike trying to watch this game. <laughs> but uh, I went to Wrigley this past summer. Oh, wow. How was that? It literally – That's an old ballpark. It's, it's Fenway – with Cubs logos. <laughs> That's how I describe it. Like the concourse nah, and everything and, and a leafy exactly fence. the same. And yeah, no monster with leafs on the fence. <laughs> it's the atmosphere though is awesome. Like there's like people watching like outside the stadium and like the crowd's like into it too. Like, I mean, it's either them or the White Sox. Yeah, I think the south, and no the south side of Chicago are White Sox fans, and yeah. the north side are Cubs fans. Yeah, basically, and it was it was a nice ballpark. But I am so happy that the Red Sox are in the American League and don't have the pitchers hit. Oh, that, I don't know why that's still a rule. People think people say it's like oh, it's it, it's a it shows like good strategy or whatever. Like or it's it an automatic like, out. It's it's awful. Pretty much. It's not fun to watch. It's like, it's not but, fun. It's like, but it's it shows like how good is your manager at like managing like pitching and pinch hitting. I'm like, no one, dude, honestly, baseball's fun. baseball's dying right now in popularity. Baseball, like especially among like youth, like they they don't they have like these weird rules where the NBA is the most like fan friendly and player friendly of all the leagues, and then the MLB is like they're too corporate. They don't allow you to post. Their highlights. Yeah, that's so media. stupid. That's, so weird. That's why they don't change. They don't Other change. Leagues the, change. The, the, league, the sport is so stubborn. The, the MLB is so stubborn. Because like, baseball is actually – it can be so exciting, but it's just like I – I, I think the pacing is also a big difference. Oh, it's so football, football does a good job because when you watch a football game live – like I went to a Patriots game for the first time at like a year ago or two, and – um. It was you like one, you got one in before Brady left. Yeah, that's lucky. it was. It was against um, L.A. Rams, and it was when the Rams were not as good. 
Oh, and was that Brady's 200th win? Like, was I th- that the I think game it might have been. I think, I think that was – was that the game where Brady set the wins record? Because my parents were at that game. Maybe. I, I Honestly, it might have been that game. I think – was that Jared Goff? That might have been Jared Goff's rookie year. I think, I think it, yeah, it was his rookie year. Yeah. I, 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 we we might have been game. at the same game. Yeah, I think they were. My yeah, parents we- were at the Red Sox game in 2013 um, playoffs where David Ortiz hit the home run and the the cop had his arms up like this and the player had was trying to rob it and his feet <laughs> were up. They were at that game. That was such a sick game. I was at the game four games later when Victorino hit. That was at the clinching game of that series when yeah. Victorino hit the grand slam and I think the seventh or eighth inning. That 2013 Red Sox season was so much fun. That was the most fun sports season ever. Yeah, that was such a good. That was such a good time. That was such it a fun team. Off with all the, the like the whole beards thing. I had a T-shirt that had all the players with the beards on it. Like that was. Oh, such if you a... went to a game. They gave you like a beard to wear. <laughs> like that was so cool. That's how you make baseball fun. That that exactly. That was that, that was, was a what fun made time. Baseball fun. You gotta and you now, gotta get, yeah. Now it's just like, it's an old man's game. Like, yeah. The people who like baseball are people like fifty and older. The point I was gonna make about the, the about football is like what, when I was watching the the Patriots game, there's a lot of standing around that you don't see when you watch it on TV. Oh, it's so different. It's like TV timeouts, regular timeouts, in between like possessions, there's still a lot of standing around. The team's like running back to the bench or huddling up or just getting water, and it's like, what's going on right now? Why why they just stop? And it's like, oh, there's a commercial break. Like it's so weird. And then like when you're watching it on TV. They keep you in it. They show you highlights. They have like stats yeah. coming up on the screen. It's like they know how to keep you entertained. But I mean, also, it, if you went to a Patriots game, you weren't sitting down. No. Unless it was halftime. Like that, I went to um, the game against Chiefs. They lost to the Chiefs this year. I was at that game. Um, and I sat down at halftime, and that was it. Yeah. My legs were so tired after that game. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, the way you want it almost. Yeah. Like, baseball, you stand up when someone scores. And that's it. But like, even in hockey – well, actually, you stand up a lot more in hockey just because there's, like, hitting and, like, saves and everything like that. Like, there's a lot more reasons to get excited in hockey. Like, in baseball, when someone gets, like, a single or a double, you just kind of sit there and clap. Yeah. Good job. Imagine, imagine golf, watching golf. Oh god! Out there. How does that even work? Because the course is so big, you just kind of have to like pick a hole to watch. I guess. I can't watch golf. I can't do it. I, I get think, why people like to play golf. I can't watch. I get why people like to play it too. Mm-hmm. Watching, as part of, well, watching it live must be kind of must be super boring because one, you can't even see the whole thing. Um, watching on TV. I think I did watch it on TV. But only if Tiger Woods is golfing. I hear my dad yelling whenever I'm watching it on TV. I just hear him screaming at professional golfers to <laughs> play better because he's. But he's golf is so weird. It's like the only sport where they're like, shh, guys, he's gonna. It's like they don't want you to be too loud. <laughs> yeah, it's the anti every other sport. They want to yeah, keep yeah, yeah. quiet. It's like the total opposite. If I was a golfer, honestly, like if I. I'd like, be getting the crowd fired up. Maybe it's because like you just, you're so, like those players are so used to it. But I feel like Happy Gilmore, that movie where like he was just new to the sport, like he would just be like, why is everyone so quiet? Everyone get loud. He's hitting it like a. Yeah, he just hits it as, as hard as he can. 
Like that's kind of how I would like the sport. Maybe that's how they get more people into it. They're just like, we we need to make this as fun as possible. I completely understand why golf is popular. Well, it's it also takes, a sport that you can play takes, your entire lifetime. Too. Exactly. It it literally takes like obviously like your back is probably not going to like you most very much. Pe- most, I bet most people that golf played some other sport before they golfed. And exactly. then they're like, well, now it's I want to be competitive. Even... I'm a competitive person. I'm, I still kind of have some some athleticism. I'm just going to golf. And you could do it's that. It's a very relaxing sport. It's like running and golf, even though they're totally different. They're both, they're both like activities and sports you can do like your whole life pretty much. Like until you like can't run exactly. anymore. Exactly. Like, yeah. Especially when you're not competing. Yeah. Like running competitively is a completely different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> like. That is terrible. For oh, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll kill your body over time. But, like, um, I mean, it, it's good for you, but it's also not good for you. Um, yeah, like, pe- like people that run competitively or like just tag on miles and miles and miles, they're, they're eventually their knees are back or something ends up really bothering them. I mean, I guess now it's not as bad with like how much like stretching and like. Yeah, recovery yeah. like how much there, there's it's definitely a way to prolong your your career you can also take steroids that's an option <laughs> um, <laughs> all right i think we're gonna wrap it up yeah we if we, we've had a pretty long conversation that yeah was, that was that was a fun time and that was that was very organic like honestly like i came into it like I had a few things like written on my phone just in case, and I right. didn't even look at them once. I think yeah. we honestly hit everything that like I even had on my phone. That, yeah, that we put, we could have touched on. We hit on stuff I didn't even expect, so that was that was fun too. Yeah, we had a good good right. flow of conversation. All right, everyone. Um, I don't have a guest planned for next. I, I shouted you out in the last one. I said oh, I got my good friend Pat coming on in the next one. I don't know who I'm gonna have next, so we'll see. Um, I've been trying to get in touch with a few people, trying to plan something. But um, nothing's, nothing's official yet. So I don't know who's going to be next. But um, hopefully I have one, if not tomorrow, sometime in this upcoming week, I can get a few episodes out. So um, I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm having fun. And um, hopefully if you know these people I have on, I'm sure Pat will tell people that he was on it. And uh, um, I'm I'll definitely going to keep promoting it. Um, so we'll see you I'll see you guys next time. This is Pat. He'll probably see you sometime soon on here again. I'm, I will probably end up being back on here. <laughs> yep. Um, I'd, I'd love to have some repeat people. So, all right. I'll see you, Pat. See you later, Tucker. Look at my dumps, look at my drip, yeah. I'm getting blessed, I feel like it's a drink, yeah. Ooh, I'm the man, I'm the man, yeah.